Hey guys, it's Christina. This is Vox and Guest, and I am joined today by none other than <laughs> Sean Thunderfoot Wells, which I feel like we should have like a WWE like da 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 da. Like the name is just so <laughs> epic. <laughs> so you'll have to you'll have to you know um, just you know take my crappy. WWE humming to go along with it. In my head, it sounds really um, anthemic and awesome when I say, Sean, 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 Thunderfoot, Thunderfoot, Thunderfoot. Wow. It does sound awesome. Yeah, it does. <laughs> See, right? So, um, Sean, that actually leads me perfectly into our opening question. Are you ready for it? Really I'm ready. deep philosophical question. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. If you had a guy that followed you around all the time, with a boom box mm -hmm. and every time you entered a room he played your theme song what would your theme song be and why <sighs> probably mm, i don't know that's a good question it's not going to be me going dun, 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 it would be, be that, that, yeah, <laughs> that, right there. that's perfect <laughs> that's it. It, it would be that yeah Except instead of a guy with a boombox, I'll just follow you around all the time you going, Sha, 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 yes. That would be awesome. Yes. That's it right there. All right. We're going to have to work that out. Yes. <laughs> I love inserting myself into people's answers. Why not? You know, it's, <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. And it would be it would be just as epic in my head as it sounds. So, okay. All right. Thank you. You're very gracious. Do you don't have anything else that you would prefer vastly to me just screaming your name all the time? No, that works. Okay. All right. That then would, that's it. We've that I've got work. I've got an exclusive deal to score Sean's life forever yes. now. We've got it on video and we're good. So we're good. So we're good thank now, you. yes. Absolutely. Thank you for humoring me on that one, Sean. So Sean. <laughs> I'm excited for a number of reasons, one of which is that you are the first largely cover artist that I have had on this show. And since I am a cover band girl, I'm excited because we get to talk cover band music, um, among other things, obviously. But uh, I was just like, oh, and I can ask him this and I can ask him that. So we have a whole, whole bunch to talk about. But um, I figure we might as well just start talking about the biggie right mm. um you know because <laughs> why not um i remember first seeing you on facebook and it was one of those things where you know you play a reel and you scroll through in your feed and then the sound just comes on automatically and the reel starts playing and i'm like mm -hmm. i wasn't watching for some reason i was I, I was just listening i don't know what i was doing and i'm like damn this is a good drum cover and then i looked over and i was like okay this is fucking awesome. Like <laughs> what's going on here? And so when you signed up for the show, you made a point to mention that um, you were born with something called, I'm going to try to say this correctly, arthrogryposis multiplex yeah. congenita, right? AMC. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as I understand it, AMC, I, I guess there are a bunch of different, um, you know, disorders associated with it, but the main feature seems to be joint contractures, right? Yeah. So, yeah. okay, mm -hmm. so the idea that, you know, in utero, your joints are either permanently flexed or straight, right? And then, and mm -hmm. I guess for you, it's been straightened permanently? Yeah, well, they're, it, yeah, flexed they're kind of just, straightened. yeah, like, they don't, like, I'm, I, they're very, like, stiff, some right. of them are. Okay. Um, like, I'm not flexible, like, if anybody expects me to do a cartwheel, <laughs> Forget it. 
Oh, like, all right. I'll cross that off for later, but that's it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, but I can't do yeah. a cartwheel either, Sean, and I don't have any contractures <laughs> of any kind. So, so don't, don't worry about that one. But <laughs> okay. So not super flexible, obviously, but, and I mean, is it, is it all of your joints? Is it most of your joints? Is it, it can, all four of my limbs? It's uh, both of my legs and both of my arms. Yeah. Okay. So mm. talk to me a little bit about, you know, um, growing up with AMC, um, anything you want to share about that? Because it's so badass to me that you decided out of everything <laughs> that you could possibly do musically to be a drummer with someone yeah. who's got to work around all kinds of inflexibilities and, and, you know, joint contractions and everything else. But so, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not somebody who thinks that, um, anyone's, diagnosis, whether it's mental health, physical, whatever defines them. I don't believe mm -hmm. in that. I think you define yourself in relationship to who you are. And then on top of that, to whatever you're diagnosed with. But I mean, mm -hmm. I got to think that you've had some unique life challenges because AMC is pretty rare, right? Like it's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so pretty rare. I can't yeah. imagine the world has been super well designed for you <laughs> and then that people have been necessarily super aware of what's going on or like so talk to me a little bit about that just your life and amc and where it sits in there for you and you know you may not even think about it anymore you may think about it all the time i don't know but just let me into what that looks like day to day for you I, it's really i just i'm just an awesome dude <laughs> i agree <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i've had my challenges and things and you are like you're, that's not the only time that I've heard like, man, you have AMC and you picked one of the most physically challenging instruments yeah. that there is. Yeah. And uh, I've just, it's, yes, I've, I've always had certain limitations, mm -hmm. but it's my own limitations that it's if, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not like, it's been super, super, super rough. I mean, when I was a kid, I had my first surgery when I was three weeks old. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. And so um, I've had my challenges, but I've always overcome them in some way or fashion. Like, I never could ride a, a bicycle. Mm. But that's okay. That either I, actually. <laughs> but I mean, you and I okay. are. Yeah, you well, yeah. You, you most most people don't need that in life to to feel like they've lived fully riding a bicycle. Like yeah, no. Like I mean, okay. it's not been something that I've been like, oh shucks. Yeah. You know, I can't ride a bicycle. My life I, would have been so great if only I yeah. had been able to ride a bicycle. You know, you know, like, um, I think I'll just become an awesome drummer instead. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But. I mean, the, the, my limitations, it's not like I do things differently. Like mm -hmm. I might like how the, whatever's considered the normal way of doing something. Mm -hmm. Well, my way will be my way. Yeah. Normal you know, for you. Yeah. It'll be the same thing like cooking, driving a car, mowing my grass, you know, playing drums, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just my way of how I've had to adapt, right? you know, to, to do things because I wasn't, I wasn't going, you know, on the drumming side of it, like I wanted to be a drummer and I wasn't going to let 
AMC stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've always wanted to be a drummer then. Absolutely. Okay. So was, when did, when did you, cause again, you know, AM, it would be stupid to do an interview with you and not discuss AMC because like, of course yeah. it's, it's part of your story, but like, it's a part of your story. It's not your whole yeah. story. And I mean, you know, it's like, I, you know, I, I was curious whether there was something in particular you wanted to say, and I am going to be interested to hear in a little while um, just some details around drumming with AMC. But tell me the, the the more interesting stuff about you, you. Like, when did you get into music? When did you decide and, re- well, realize that you were going to be a drummer? Like, how did that all come together? Because I love hearing about how people got into music in the first place. I was I was three years old, and my grandmother, may she rest in peace, um, she got me a little bongo drum. Aww. And I wore that thing out. Your parents must have been like, thanks, Grandma. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, That's when I, for me, that's when I say my love affair for drums began. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I wore that out, I went to pots and pans and the big cake spoons. And then I was five years old when I got my first set. It was a a little premiere rock. Aw. Little white and red, little set. Little baby kit, yeah. Yeah, little baby, little baby kit. And I wasn't, as far as, like, musically, like, I was listening to, like, so many different things. Like, Mm -hmm. being a kid, I mean, there's only so much that I I could listen to. But I just loved getting behind my drums and, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's where I figured things out. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I had to figure out, like, okay, I, hold, I can't hold my sticks this way, so I'm right. going to have to hold them this way. Right, right, okay? right. Okay, I, I can't move my ankle this way, so how am I going to work this bass drum? And so you had a puzzle I, to solve. Yeah, I just that figured was it. it out. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, I mean, see that that's the stuff that I think is interesting because obviously the grip on the drumsticks is going to be different. Oh, yeah. um, for you. So how did you land on? Did you try a bunch of different ways? Was that kind of really the only way that you could? securely hold your your sticks so that they wouldn't go flying like did you experiment with a bunch of different grips or or how did you come to how did you figure out on your little kit what you ended up doing with your hands and your feet it it literally took i would say all the 10 minutes because i tried it one way and then i was like well i'm gonna try it this way and then Mm -hmm. when i tried it this way like oh it worked yep that was it you know and then the same thing with my legs and stuff i was like okay, I can't do it this way. So I'm going to try it this way. And so, then as soon as just went from there. Yeah. So, I mean, is your kit um, adapted in any way, altered in any way? Okay. So you just have a straightforward kit. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm, I'm, I've been wanting to know for a while and I, I think I have the answer, but I want to know if there was more of a story to it how you ended up with the nickname Thunderfoot. Again, I, th- I think it's kind of obvious, but <laughs> is there a particular story behind it? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of my bandmates, actually, um, we were recording this demo and my, my bass drums kept sliding. Mm, yeah. And so the one of my buddy, my bandmates and my, 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 my friends, he went down and was holding my bass drums. Okay. And then when I got done, he was like, man, he goes, you're, you're Thunderfoot. 
He goes, you were like making my heart skip beats and my head was shaking and stuff, you know. And you're so, just pounding that kick so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. that's where that's where it came from. Okay. I had the feeling because you you um you definitely um I love it, Sean. I I love that you sat down and kids are amazing too, right? Like, you know, you're like oh, a yeah. kid, you're five years old, you want to yeah. do something, and you're like, okay, well. I can't do it that way, but I'm going to do it. So it's just a matter of figuring out how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And like 10 minutes later, you were like, okay, done. I figured it out. Now I'm a drummer, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I mean, you started drumming at three and you just never stopped. You just, yeah, no. that's been it all the way through. So did you ever pick up any other kinds of instruments? You weren't even interested. It's I wasn't, sound. no. It was just I the wasn't. drums from the beginning. Yeah. And I mean, I've had, I've, I've had people ask, you know, like, well, why don't you, you know, play guitar or piano or the bass too? And I'm like, well, if I did, it would obviously that it would be my way. Like I wouldn't yeah. hold it the same way. I would yeah. do it differently. But I've never, it's always been about drums for me. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I tell everybody, you know, I play the greatest instrument in the world. And that's just, that's it for me. Now, <laughs> as, as the wife drummer i i fully endorse that sentiment so i get so what do you think it was even at three i mean i know the bongo but like mm -hmm. i i talked to a lot of musicians for the show and then in you know just in in the course of being a musician for decades i've obviously talked to you know thousands of musicians just you know shooting the shit or whatever but like and and a lot of people will say that there are usually three buckets it's like well i my parents got me an X when I was this age, you know, drum kit or guitar or bass or piano or whatever. And um, I loved it. And that was it forever. There are the people who are like, yeah, I tried this instrument, that instrument, whatever, wasn't into it. And then I found this and I knew that this was the one. And then the other mm -hmm. ones were kind of like, well, I wanted to make music and nobody lived around me. So I just kind of had to teach myself everything. <laughs> but like, so what, I mean, what do you think it was about the drums that just got you like that are you generally somebody who's just really into rhythm did you like yeah okay okay yeah 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 i think that that was a huge i think part of it mm. um and i think being when i was a kid and I, like i would my mom would take me to a store or something and they would be a drum kit like setting up i would have to go and look at it You're just drawn to it like i would just have to go you know, and just check it out, you know, and I think that, yeah, I'm just in rhythm, like just, mm. just mm -hmm. flows, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, some people are, you know, they, they just, the, the guitar is the thing and they know it and they know it right away and that's it. And they don't care about anything else. They might dabble with bass, you know, but they're going to just come back to playing, you know, guitar and, you know, then there are people who are like, oh, I'm a singer. That's what I do. And like drummers, I think I think people who musicians who are in the rhythm section are a very mm -hmm. specific breed, you know, oh, yeah. because bass players tend to be very unassuming. They don't particularly care about the limelight. You know, they're just kind of there grooving, very chill, generally, at least all the bass players I've ever known. Yeah. And drummers <laughs> can either be like animal from the Muppets where it's just, bah, you know, and like oh, all yeah. you can do is stare at them yeah. or they are integral to the sound 
but in a very non-flashy, very non-look-at-me kind of way. Mm-hmm. Are you, which kind of drummer do you consider yourself? And is that different depending on whether you're playing covers or whether you're playing originals? Do you feel like you're more of like a, hey, I'm a spotlight drummer kind of guy? Or are you more just locked in with the bass and in the service of the song, whether you're covering it with a track or if you're playing with your with your bandmates? Yeah, I, I'm definitely the second one. Like, okay. I don't, I mean, you might, if like with my, my band and stuff, if we do a show and we're like really getting into a song, mm-hmm. you might see me like headbang a little bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like, no, like I'm not like trying to, you know, throw my sticks up in the air right, and, right, right. And, and all, and all that stuff. No, I'm yeah. just, okay. I just want to play. Yeah. You're just uh, getting the job done. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Get in okay. there. And I, I, I want to get people up and make them, mosh or dance or whatever yeah yeah well and that's the thing and i've said this before that so many people don't give attention to the bass and the drums but mm-hmm. that's what gets people up nobody gets up and dances to a lead guitar nobody yeah. gets up and dances to vocals you know you dance to the bass you dance to the drums that's what that's what gets people up and i mean it's um it's, I think with drumming, you know, I notice at least that there's a sweet spot for drummers. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. if the drummer's not doing enough, it can kind of cut the song short, you know, just not, not short, like lengthwise, but just like, it can make it miss the mark. It can yeah. fail the song. Right. But mm-hmm. if you're noticing the drummer too much, I feel like it's like, dude, you know, like, it's like you said, it's just, I mean, yeah, like, I don't have any problem with, you know, stage presence and throwing sticks around and whatever, like, that's fine. But if a drummer's overplaying, I think you're more likely to notice that than maybe any other instrument overdoing it, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's just, you know, there's a groove to whatever it is that you're playing. And if you're overdoing yeah. it, it's so easy to, to distract people from that groove. So I, I, I always appreciate that with you, with, with the videos that you put out, that you have your own flair, you know, you're doing your own thing with the drum cover, but you're not overdoing it. It's not like, hey, look at me, I'm the drummer. Here's every possible note that I could play and I'm not gonna yeah. hit the cymbal a thousand <laughs> times in a minute just to, to show you that I can do it. So, I mean, yeah. I I um, I just, I also, I and I wanna talk about core, um, you know, because you, people do know you, I think largely for your covers on Facebook mm-hmm. and and, yeah. and um, all your social media, but you do have an originals band. So, but, but mm-hmm. before we get to that, um, I wanted to do a couple of things. First of all, I wanted to tell you how awesome your selections of covers are because I love that you're kind of all over the place. Yeah. But in a way that makes sense to me too because mm-hmm. your your stuff, it's, it's all obviously things that are really good to, to drum to, right? So, I mean, there's the through line. Um, but you you have stuff on your Facebook from Ozzy, you have Bon Jovi, you have Prince, you have Godsmack, you have Brian Adams, you have Sepultura, you have like all this stuff, Metallica, um, mm-hmm. Skid Row. And it's it's this like it's through decades, it's through genres, it's through whatever. Is this the stuff that you 
listen to or is it just the stuff that you like to drum to or is it both it's it's both like i grew up on everything like my uncles two of my uncles uh, and may they rest in peace they're the ones that got me into the metal side of stuff like ozzy metallica you know pantera Mm -hmm. and then you had my my mom and my grandma my mom was really big into prince <laughs> like she okay go mom she, yeah <laughs> she, she liked prince and uh, then you had my aunt who loved bon jovi uh night ranger oh, okay. oh hair metal 80s kind of yeah. yeah 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 okay <laughs> and i just got hit with so much Everything. stuff wow okay like, i love rock and metal like that's that's my top favorite mm-hmm. genre. Mm-hmm. But there's also those other ones that, that kind of trickle down too, like Prince, like Brian Adams, yeah. like Bon Jovi, Cinderella, Skip, you know, stuff like that. Chris yeah, Stable, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. You, I mean, is there anything that you didn't grow up listening to? <laughs> like, it sounds like you had a pretty broad range but i didn't hear like any country i didn't hear any like john denver i didn't hear that but i never i never got into country and i never got into bluegrass because it didn't have drums in it so i was like screw this I'm gonna <laughs> you're like this is useless music yeah, i throw useless. this whole like, genre I'm, away <laughs> i'm not listening to this, to this you know <laughs> but yeah it's it's those country and bluegrass i mean they were there mm-hmm. but i was not there <laughs> yeah it didn't <laughs> you light you I'm up saying. yep yep yeah. yep no that makes sense because i mean even with how different all of those bands between your uncles and your mom and your aunt like there is a through line there where it is you know there's usually like a pretty heavy kick you know and i mean maybe not necessarily with a prince song but yeah. everything else, I mean, you're going to have a very heavy kick kind of in there and driving the thing. It's got those kind of yeah. anthem arena kind of sounds. And I mean, and Prince, I can understand a drummer loving simply because he was just so damn funky, you know, and yeah, like yeah. his rhythms were so yeah. good. And whether yeah. it was him or the time. Yeah, I mean, you just, you know, I think I don't know a musician that doesn't, even if they don't like Prince, I don't know a musician who doesn't appreciate Prince because he could do everything (laughs) and do it really well. So, but but, okay. I know I'm still sad about Prince. I really am. That was one of the ones that I was like, damn it. Like, you know. Yeah, we we lost a lot of people. Well, I mean, what in the, in the couple of years we lost Prince and Bowie, and uh, we had we had a bunch of really heartbreaking. Like there was like a year where we lost just like half of the people that I grew up listening to, like George Michael, and I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm always I'm always down for Prince myself. So okay, I just I want to um, I want to shift a little bit, and I want to put okay. some attention on core. Okay, you have Art. this originals band. From what I could gather, you guys have been together for years mm-hmm. um, and been working yeah. on an album. It seems like there's been some stops and starts and things like that. But why don't you tell me about the Originals band? Because I don't know too much about it. Um, I've seen, um, you know, clips or at least a clip here and there. Um, but I'm really curious because I don't know 
all that much. So talk to me about core, who's in it, you know, how did it form? How long has it been around? Just tell me the, the life story of your original. <laughs> all right. Um, core formed in 2012. It was, Oh, it's even older than I thought. Okay. Yeah, it, <laughs> okay. Was, it was, it was me and my best friend and he's like my brother, Chris Bailey. Okay. Um, we were in this other band called Epic. Okay. And it was, it was a lot of, it was a cut. It was that, that was straight on like a cover band. Okay. But we were doing covers that we really didn't want to do. Oh. And so that band dismantled or disbanded. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say dismantled. It, no, it, that's, that's okay. It broke up. But, but were you doing, not to interrupt you, but were you doing covers you didn't want to do because some of the members of the band wanted to do them or yeah. was it, that's what you thought the audience was? Oh, so it was more like you and Chris were not vibing with what everybody else wanted to be covering. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's it was, hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so we left that band mm -hmm. and then me and him just decided, okay, let's, let's get together. Me and you let's, if we want to do covers, let's do the covers that we want to do, right. but let's also try to be original. Let's like write songs. Yeah. And so that formed in 2012 and we, the bass player, which is uh, his name's JB, Jerry Hatfield. That's, me and him was in bands together when we were like 15. Okay. So he came on board and now we have a lead guitar player. His name's Tristan Russell. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, he's like my little brother. Yeah. You know, fantastic guitar player. Dude just shreds. Yeah. Yeah. He's, man. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's, un he's unbelievable. Yeah. You guys together are something just the two of you alone. I can't even imagine with everybody. It's, it's, I can't wait for everybody to, <laughs> you know, yeah, hear, yeah, hear yeah, yeah. Um, but we've we we've done a lot of like these really rough demos because I never could capture my drums right, like onto a record. Yeah, you know, we don't have a lot of money, yep. so it's it, it's really difficult to like go to a studio and. Oh my God, it costs so much and you, yeah. and you have to be in there so many hours and you, re that's something, yeah, yeah no, I mean, I, I can completely relate to that. So, I mean, so are you just miking your kit to try and get things recorded? Is that what you've been doing? That's what, yeah, we only had, cause we didn't, <laughs> when we, when we tried to do it, we didn't have the technology to where like each individual drum had was its own separate channel. Yeah, it was like yeah. all one big channel. Like each yeah. of my people were on different channels and stuff. So it was really hard to balance because if you turn something up, then the whole, whole thing, thing right? And you then know? balancing it with itself, and then balancing it with everybody else becomes a nightmare because yeah. it's just it's drums. I mean, they're a reason they put drummers behind gobos, right? Like you know, it's yeah. like the because it'll bleed <laughs> yeah. into everything. It'll just turn into mush. So yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't blame you for not wanting to do that as the sound on the album because it's not going to showcase you in the right way. So okay, so that's been an obstacle. Now clearly. it's fit. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh, that's the obstacle. Yeah. Now that one, that that obstacle is fixed now. Like because oh. we. We can literally do everything ourselves. Like we won't, we don't have to go to another studio or anything like that now. Okay. 
Okay. We can, I can record now and, and capture them properly. Mm-hmm. You know, and we started that right before COVID. If COVID hadn't hit, then we would have already, you know, the, right. the record would Three years you, know, you would have been yeah. done and moved on. And yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of people have a similar story. So what, what did you do that fixed the sound issue? How did you how did you work around that then? Well, we got a, a digital mixer. Okay. That's one of the things that we got. Okay. And I only I only trigger my bass drums. That's the only thing that I that I trigger, but I mic them too. So it's kind of like a hybrid. That's so, cool. Yeah. And you get you get um depth of sound that way, which is yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. And so but we got that digital mixer. And so now each one of my drums, it's its own separate channel. <sighs> and my cymbals and everything, they're all mic'd up individually. Yeah. So you so can that, just mix it however the heck you, exactly. you need to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. must be thrilled oh, right yeah. now with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's night and day. Yeah. You, you can't, I mean, that's one of the hardest things, right? I mean, like, you know, we know as cover band musicians, right? You know, mm-hmm. people will, will go to a gig and they'll hold up their their cell phone and they'll record you and then you come back and you're like oh hey cool send me the clip because we could put it on facebook or whatever and all you hear is because it's like it's going to pick up the high end because it's supposed to be recording talking and that and forget it you can't hear anything else the mix is terrible and i cannot tell you how many people i've seen post cell phone videos of their band going Please don't judge us by the sound quality. This was a cell mm-hmm. phone camera. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So you must be in heaven now because you can oh, get yeah. it exactly where you want it. Oh yeah. I'm absolutely thrilled now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so now we're since COVID, um, Chris has had he's had some issues. Um, okay. but he's overcome them. That's great. And so now we're starting to, he's starting to come back with us. Okay. And we're getting into the writing process, which we have like three albums worth. I was going to say a ton of stuff. Yeah. I mean, in in 11 years and, you know, (laughs) given how prolific you are with covers, I imagine you're pretty. So, so who, and we're going to, we're going to talk about all these different pieces because I've been, I've been really wanting to get this information because it seemed like you guys were back on track and like things are really starting to, to kick into gear now. Yeah. But like, so it's the four of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. um, who's doing vocals? Chris. Chris is doing, actually, just, he's the only- actually now <laughs> Tristan, we, I've always said I would like a little bit of scream, like a, like a scream vocal in okay. certain, certain parts. And Tristan loves that too. And so now he's really developed it and and really worked on it. So now in some of them, there's going to be, he's going to be doing a little scream. Okay. So Chris will have like the clean vocals and Tristan will be doing the dirty Mm -hmm. vocal. Oh, okay. That's okay. All right. That that's begging one of my, my next questions, but okay. So you have the four of you Mm -hmm. and, um, what is the genre? Do you have one? Are you writing a whole bunch of, cause if you're used to dabbling in all these different influences, both like just from your musical upbringing and the fact that you, you know, have done so many covers, like, are you guys committed to a particular genre? I mean, obviously it sounds like there's some metal in there if you're, if you're having Tristan screaming, but like, 
are you is is core a metal band or are you not wedded to any one genre or you guys don't know yet because you have to figure like, out which songs you're picking <laughs> i like to well i like to to say we're like hard rock metal blues is okay kind of what what it is you know, <laughs> you, know what, though? you know what that i'm thinking of the clip of the original that you and tristan had on facebook mm -hmm. and between the groove that you're laying down and what he's doing on guitar that actually does make a lot of sense to me um that you're managing yeah. to put all those things together because and i mean that's without the bass which is obviously going to define the sound a lot um yeah. you know and without any vocals so okay hard rock metal blues i love yeah. that love that okay so so that's that now and does that mean that you're also doing some songs that are just hard rock, some songs that are just metal, some songs that are just blues, or are your songs going to have elements of some or all of those things, or is it both? Are you like trying to both. okay, okay, yeah. oh, so like, you have you have a ton of freedom with this project then? Oh yeah, yeah. That's we just that's we that's what we love is those genres, mm -hmm. and and so we just wanted to throw it all in. Yeah. And create songs that are like that too. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're a metal head, you will like something. If you're a hard rock person, you will like something yeah. or blues or all of the above. Yeah. 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 You know, we're just fans ourselves. And so we just want to put stuff out that we want to listen to, exactly. you know, that, that we would like to listen to. And so that's yeah. just, that's what, that's how we write you know well that makes sense to me also you know in the in in how you and chris started core to begin with right because you yeah, left yeah. epic because you weren't playing what you wanted to play and i mean look again as cover musicians you do have to be a little bit of a pardon the phrase but a little bit of a musical prostitute sometimes because <laughs> the audience is going to want to hear what they want to hear and you yeah. may not want to play friggin wagon wheel again but they may really want to hear it or you know Freebird or you know brandy or whatever and you're so you you do have to cater to the audience but yeah. if you're only playing stuff that they want to hear that you're not interested in being a cover band can get old real fast and yeah. So I, I think the fact that you guys said, okay, we're going to leave, we're going to do the covers we want to do when we do them, but we're going to do the originals that we want because it sounds like you are making the music that you want to hear that doesn't necessarily exist anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. so, okay. So, so with the songwriting process, then are all four of you writing together? Mm -hmm. Is it, oh, okay. So, so talk me through that. Like what's one of your songs. If you, if you want to say, I know you might want to, you know, keep everything quiet no, so that when no, they're, okay. Yeah. So no. just um, upload as much as you can to me, because I'm really curious about this. Cause I I've heard just snippets, but it sounds really good. And you only have half the band. And it's like part of a song. So I'm I'm dying to know what else you're doing. So like, so pick a song that you really love. Tell me about it. And then how did that song get written? Who did what? How does it work? Okay. We, okay. One of our songs that's going actually on the record, it's, it's called the Holy Fallen. Okay. And very metal title. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think though. Now it's not like, you know, 
I don't know what I think. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But um, a lot of times it starts like with a groove that I've just come up with. Mm -hmm. And so like with that song in particular, I was just playing this groove Mm. and Chris was like, man, play that again. Mm -hmm. And so he, I played it again and then here he had guitar over top of it. And then Tristan went and added Mm. another element of guitar to it. And then JB with the bass. And then once we got that kind of like the main groove and like the main riff. Yeah. That's when we start building other things on top of it. Like for me, like a feel or, for them, whatever these crazy guitar players do, you right. know, solos <laughs> and licks yeah, and like riffs, and yeah, 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 yeah. And, it's okay, yeah. Then after the music is done, we will sit down, and Chris usually is the big lyric guy. Like he will just pop off lyrics like that. Oh wow! Okay. And he had this this one line, and then he had two, and then he had three. And then we were sitting there reading it and then we played and then he sang those three bars and it was just, it, we was blown away. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, man, what else keep do you doing have? that? Do more of that. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep doing that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and we have another song called the bridal chamber that actually started from a bass riff, like, oh, a, like, okay. a, little, like a bass groove that, or that, jb was doing and it just it gets built and built and built and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how, how we do it we just mm-hmm. build up we'll, we'll get the music and then chris is just set we will sometimes throw in a a word or something like a or a the or something yeah you know he he just just pops them off really quick and wow. you know to me, I, I say my my drums are my lyrics. Like that's that's I love you know. that. I love that's how you're speaking in the song. Absolutely. Yeah, that's no, how I'm thinking, you know. And and I mean it sounds like then you guys are kind of you start writing kind of as a jam band setup mm-hmm. and oh, then yeah. you find something and you land on it and then you mm-hmm. take it and you sit with it and you craft it. So yeah. That's cool because it means that whoever just comes up with something that really works and, you know, like you said, you started laying down a groove and Chris was like, wait, wait, do that again. You know, mm-hmm. it reminds me a little bit of, um, I don't know if you watched the documentary about the Beatles um, that, uh, that came out. It was like, um, I think it was called Get Back. Um, I think it so. came out last yeah. year. Yeah. And so they have... Um, Paul just sitting around in the in the rehearsal space and he's just messing around on the guitar and you see him just kind of come up with get back let it be you know he's just like he's yeah. he's just he's just putting and it's the same kind of thing where he'll be playing something on the guitar Ringo will go sit at the kit and start grooving behind it and then George pulls up with the bass and then John sort of wanders in and <laughs> Yeah. And starts doing what and and it's I loved watching that because in some ways that's like the purest form of writing something, right? Because mm-hmm. you really are all genuinely collaborating and writing it together. It's not yeah. 
you know, Chris going, okay, well, I have these lyrics and this riff on the guitar and I want you to play this, Sean, and I want you to play this, JB. And I like, you guys are coming up with it as you go. So, I mean, yeah. how quickly do you find you're able to write something that you guys go, okay, this is it. This is our song where this is going to go on the album. Like, is it, does it depend on the song or some of them really quick? Some of them are slow. Some of them are, or are you generally just kind of, you know, banging these out really quickly sometimes some of them can go like uh we have another we have a song called cootie gras okay and that one that one went pretty quick i mean okay. i got i got doing this tom groove and then chris was like do it again <laughs> <laughs> and then kristen's like yeah come on do it do it again mm. and then we got like the 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 core no I use the word. <laughs> the use the word. Like, I feel like this should be get your water, everybody. It's a drinking game. Every time we use the word core, whether it's to talk about the band or it's an accident like that, you gotta you gotta drink some water. So okay, so the core. Yeah, we we like to the the core parts of the song, you know, like what the, the main groove is gonna be, the main riff is gonna be. Mm -hmm. And it just went super fast. I mean, Tristan even nailed down a solo for it like really quickly right away okay um, yeah that one went pretty quick but there's a lot of them that we will try not to throw all of our eggs in one basket because oh, okay. we could literally sit and work on something and come up with so many different ideas and be two months on one song you know so we oh. try to reel ourselves in a lot of times and be like okay this sounded really good Let's let that let that be it. You know. Oh, that's interesting. So you will rather than choosing to devote all of your energy to just one thing, you'll start it, you'll kind of you'll scaffold the main structure mm -hmm. and then you'll put it to the side a little bit and start coming up with something else so that and I guess the idea there is that you're not getting stagnant with any one thing and doing like okay now we've spent you know three months on this song and now we're going to do another song and that's going to be another two months and that is so yeah. you're, you're writing multiple things at a time yeah because we so, do yeah i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> no 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 i no 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 i i want to hear what you have to say because that that that's really cool to me that you would stop yourselves like i understand if you you've kind of set it out and then you guys are going okay well i don't know exactly where this is going to go so we'll hang on to this and let's see what else we can come up with but you're consciously saying mm -hmm okay, this is in a really good place. We could keep going and finishing it, but let's not, let's do something else instead. So what, yeah. what, how did that, how did that, I mean, is that something you all just kind of agreed on or was it just sort of like yeah. a tacit? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we normally record all of our rehearsals. Sure. Yeah. And so whenever, like when it's like, okay, we've, we, we, we can't really think of anything else on this one for right now but there's something else that we've all got in our mind that, yeah, you yeah. know, whether Chris has done, I wouldn't got something to drink and he's played a riff or something. And I'm like, dude, what was that? Play it again. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like yeah. play it again. Like what, yeah. you know, what was that? You know, yeah. And we, we will, we will set like if this particular song, whatever it may be, like mm -hmm. the Holy Fallen or, or, or Coup de Gras or Bridal Chamber or the powers that be or, or any of the million that we have, yeah. we, we will set it over here and then go and just do what he did. Like mm. keep playing, like do that again, mm. you know, and then we might do that 
for the rest of the rehearsal. Okay. And then when we come back, we've got two of them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. So we got these two right here now. Okay. So it's more that you're, it's not that you're bottling up your creativity to try and come up with something else. It's that you guys have so many ideas. Exactly. That you yeah, want to capture them all. Okay. Exactly. That, makes, yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I mean, what a great problem to have right like that you're okay guys well we only have like three hours to rehearse or whatever so you know we could do this whole song but i've got like these four ideas and i you know you have this what like and you're just you have to try and keep up that's i mean you guys must really i mean i imagine you and chris having known each other since the earth cooled right you know you you probably have this synergy when mm -hmm. you're playing with each other that's just effortless but it yeah. sounds like with JB, who I get the sense you've also been playing with for a long time. And then Tristan, you, you're even with the, the two newer people that you've added, it doesn't seem like that. If anything, it seems like that's just stoked it you has. and Chris. That's incredible. Okay, yeah, so how, how did you end up pulling Tristan in? Because he's, he's the newest member, right? Yeah, he's actually the youngest too. Yeah, uh, he, he seems a little younger than me. Yeah, he... Uh, he was working with Chris at a job that they both had had. They used to a security guard at the lake. Okay. Out, out the marina. They would. You don't want anybody stealing that lake, so it's very yeah, important. Yeah, or, or if like somebody wanted to come in and night fish, well, they would, they would yeah. you know, give them the slips or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris's ex-girlfriend now just kind of left him at that time. And... At the time, we were J JB was having a hard time coming up because we live. JB lives about thirty five minutes from us. Oh, okay, me, that's just Chris enough to be far. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. me, Chris, and Tristan though, we live pretty close together. Okay, but we had a Halloween show that we were scheduled to do, and so Chris he had talked to Tristan a couple times, and uh, Tristan was interested into coming over and so he come over he was going to play bass for us oh because jb wasn't around okay yeah and so but he brought his guitar and i was always i was like man we don't not we don't need two guitar players i mean it's it's going to be okay like you know blah 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 right and so he brought his guitar and he didn't even pick the bass up we we played uh oh gosh why did we play it was ACDC. I think it was Back in Black. Okay. We, we played that. Yeah. And I looked over at him, and he was just like locked in right with me. You got to know what you're doing on that song. Yeah. He was yeah. locked right in. Okay. And so we stop. The song, you know, the song's done. I get up. I go in the kitchen. We're having something to drink. I come back out, and I'm like, you can't play bass. Um, Sorry, dude. You just screwed yourself. Like, you're a guitar you, player. <laughs> yeah, like you, you're, you just can't play bass now, man. Mm. And so we did that show without bass. Okay. Wow. And people loved it. They loved it. But we did that show without bass, and that was, I want to say, eight years ago. And okay. he's been with us ever since. 
Oh, okay. So he's not new. He's just the newest out yeah, of you know the twelve, yeah. eleven years you've been together already. So yeah. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Geez, he must have been a baby when you, he was. you, know, you must have taken him out of daycare I or whatever. Was worried. I was worried because yeah. of, of the age at the time. But with what, you know, Chris was just like really going through a tough time with his mm-hmm. relationship, you mm-hmm. know, busting up. And so mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that guy, you know, <laughs> to, to be like, dude, he's too young, man. I yeah. Mean, I, yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm glad I didn't. No, he proved himself. That's for sure. He, yeah, he's just, he's an amazing friend. Uh, he's an amazing guitar player. And now yes. he's, an, he's an amazing screamer. So it just. I know. He's, he's just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you, yeah, go, he, I mean, you then, um, how often do you rehearse? Is it once a week? Is it once a couple times a month? Is it? Me, well, for me, I oh, no, play, no, the whole the whole band together because I know you're playing band. all the time, but yeah, it's, it's about right now. It's once a week. We're okay. we're trying to. Chris is trying to get integrated really back in, and so yeah, it's it's about once a week now. Okay, so I mean, you must be writing like crazy then mm-hmm. if you're meeting every week. So how many? Because I mean, I imagine being a band in existence for 10, 11 years with all the songs that you must have put together. Mm-hmm. Are you finding that your, so the album is going to, is it going to be like 10 songs, 12 songs? Do you know I, for sure? I think we're going to do, I think it's eight maybe. Eight. Okay. What we're going to okay. do. Yeah. Okay. So of those eight, do you find that you're mostly writing new things? Are you pulling from any of the stuff that you and Chris wrote way back in the day? Um, is there stuff from like when Tr- Tristan first joined? Like, or is it is the stuff that's going on the album mostly new? Is it older? Is it a mix? The only the only older one that's going on there would be the the Holy Fallen. That okay. one. That's the only one. And Tristan, you know, he helped write that one too. But okay. That one is the only older one that's going on there. Uh, Everything else is going to be completely new because, you know, we all went through something with COVID. Like, you know, personally, and it was just a weird time. And Mm -hmm. so it changed us. Mm. And so we was just like, we want to scrap the older stuff. We can use it if we want to. But you have new stuff to say. Yeah. yeah let's, let's, we got some new stuff that we want to really get out there and new stuff to say exactly. And Absolutely. So, but the Holy well, Fall is the only one. Okay. And how old is that one? That one is, I want to say, five years old, I believe. Okay. So not even like okay. some of the oldest stuff, you know, it was like yeah, halfway in your, yeah. But so, so, I mean, that's, um, so then, because I know that you guys have had all these, you know, obstacles between the sound and just life and COVID and everything else, but like, where do you stand with the album now? How many songs are done? Are they recorded? Are they mixed mastered? Are you still writing? Like, where? what's the status of, of the album? And do you have a name for it? And would, are you yeah. going to tell us? Or yeah. You're not yeah, going to tell me though, are you? You will? Yeah, I'll tell you. So many times people are like, we're not going to tell you. We'll have to kill you. But like, I like that. Sean's going to tell me. So, ha. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, wait. Made. No, I, I actually know it. It's um, win Windows and Windows Waves. Windows and Waves, right? yeah. Yeah, okay. I knew yeah. it. Well, all right. I, I have my own scoop. I already knew it. You're going to tell me something <laughs> yeah. I already knew. All right. I could pretend I didn't. Really? That's a wonderful title that I just remembered that I already knew. But okay. So <laughs> where is Windows and Waves in in the, the, in the, the process? Right now, we're, we're still in the writing process because we're coming up with so much. We don't know, like what what we're going to put on it really besides okay, the whole ball yeah. it's just been really difficult to to not write new stuff tristan yeah. came over monday i believe it was whenever it, 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 it was whenever i posted about godsmack commenting on yeah, my yeah, reading. yeah yeah it was monday or tuesday something like that uh, yeah. he was over here and we were we were jamming rehearsing and we literally started writing like two more and we told each other, like, dude, stop. Like, we can't do that. Like, <laughs> you got to stop. And it's like, it's so it's we're, we're still kind of in. We're, we're still writing. But I think that's it. Okay. I think that, that I think that, that that is it. And then we're going to start structuring more. Okay. And then the vocals will will come. And then we'll rehearse the songs to get, like, like you know what I'm saying like we'll we're, you know we're, we're rehearse them with vocals okay and then Tristan will get where he wants to put the screens in yeah it, it probably won't be I don't know if it'll be every song that he'll do a screen but it's going to be quite a few you, you know okay. that that he will and then once that's done then I start tracking okay so I'm I'm curious since you have so many ideas what led to the choice to limit the album to eight songs when you could do 10 or you could do 12 or you could do 15 or 20, even if you <laughs> wanted to, I mean, like, was it more about, you know, cause it, it seems like you guys have an interesting pattern of channeling your creativity and sort of controlling it, you mm -hmm. know, like, okay, we're going to, so is it a, is it a decision that's meant to make you pick the best that you think that you have? Is it about wanting to save stuff for the next album, which could come out like two weeks later with the, how quickly you guys are yeah, doing uh, that, it? We, okay. we didn't want to put out like a double album already. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we was, <laughs> we was just like, let's just try to pick a good even number. Okay. And eight to us sounded like a, a good even, you know, even number because we would like to have it out by March of next year. Okay. Like fully out. Like right. we're going to, we're already talking about, we're, we're going to just literally just sell it on our uh, Facebook page. Yeah. And we're, and we're costing us like literally nothing to make it. Well, it's going to be like a dollar or 75 cents or something, you know, okay. we just want to get it out there. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're trying to shoot for March and that's where the kind of eight song kind of limit came because, uh, I am my own worst critic. Mm. And so I will track I a song a 70, 75 times. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, it's, <laughs> and uh, you know, and if, if you ever, you know, hopefully you'll get to meet, meet Chris here. Yeah. 
Yeah, and no, when you guys come out with the album, you'll have to come back on with the whole band, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But when you meet him, you will see, like, he's very timid. Okay. And for, for him to say, you know, Sean, dude, it was okay the first time. We didn't need this 85th time. Like, you, you got it. I see. So as That's quickly you know. as you create songs and write them, you are very meticulous about oh, yeah. recording them. So that's mm -hmm. where the holdup is. Cause I'm thinking like, yeah. you know, March for you guys, I mean, you know, that's like eight, nine months away with mm -hmm. how quickly you're writing and, and how often you get to rehearse and the fact that you've got your sound working now, that seems more than doable, but yeah, that's the, that'll, that'll be the thing that holds it up. Right. As if yeah. you're just, so, I mean, is there a point at which, Chris or JB or Tristan has to be like, Sean, step away from the kit. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to. Okay. So, so yeah. do you then ever feel like, yes, this is done. This is, I've got the drums exactly where I want them. Or are you always being pulled away when you would do another take or two or five or 10? Like, are you satisfied? Not that you're going to put out something you don't like, but are you the guy that listens back to the track and go, oh, I wish I had hit this instead of that? Or oh, I yeah. wish I. Okay. Yeah, I'm like that. That And the other guys are too with, with their stuff too. Uh -oh. But but yeah, I'm <laughs> we'll have like to have that. an intervention like, for each other. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, like um, it would sound, you know, great. But I'm like, man, I wish I would have done this type of accent or I wish I would have yeah. done this feel or, you know, and it's, it's, it, I'm awful. <laughs> you you may be awful in that regard, but you're not alone because I, 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 a lot of the, the musicians who come on this show have a similar thing of like, you know, I just, at a certain point I have to walk away yeah, because it will never be done otherwise. And I mean, I don't think art is ever finished. I think people just leave it, you know, and yeah. because there's, I mean, how many, you know, musicians do you know, even, even really famous, well-established, you know, multi-millionaire musicians come back and rework stuff from their first couple albums and then release it 30 years later. I mean, like there's always something that you could change or fix or do differently oh, yeah. or do more or less of or whatever. I mean, that's one of the hardest things I think about really anything. I mean, whether you're, whether you're recording covers, or you're writing or recording originals, you could do that with anything. You know, I'm the yeah. same way. Like I, I, we have all these, shows that we do and Greg's always like oh you know let's release this thing and I'm like nah, I didn't like my vocals on that one it's like oh my god you know you never do so I can totally relate yeah. to what you're saying like because yeah. you know what you want it to sound like you know and mm -hmm. and then there's what it sounds like and what you want it to sound like and if they don't match up which generally they don't then you know there's always going to be something you want to go back and tweak but I mean I like that you have a date because it's going to force you yep to just cut the crap. <laughs> yeah, that's why we did it. That's why yeah. we did it. That's yeah, because it, like, it gives you enough time to, yeah. to finesse it, but it's not so much time that you could get endlessly looped in mm -hmm. in the recording. And okay, okay. So yeah. speaking of um, music, which I could have used at literally any point as a transition, but I, I get so caught up in these conversations and then I, I, I always mean to play <laughs> the video um, from the band of the artist so that everybody can hear what we're talking about. So is a little bit of a non sequitur, but, um, you know, we've talked about, you know, you as, as a cover artist, you as an original artist, and I think people need to see 
what it is that you do and more important hear what it is that you do so you are um now you're best friends with godsmack how we know this um so for 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 those who didn't see it and by the time this airs it will have been a couple of weeks old and sean just may be on the tour bus with godsmack by the time this airs who knows but he posted a godsmack cover a couple days ago and tell the people what you won sean tell them what happened uh, I'll, uh well it's even hard for me to even say it because i still can't believe that it happened um they actually liked my video like they hearted it yep like they hearted it and then they commented on the video too and i i had to have tristan was sitting here we just got done playing mm -hmm. and i got up i want to check my phone i look i get a, i get a notification that says godsmack commented on your reel and i'm like tristan like, come here, check this out. Am I seeing this right? Yeah, I know. Can you read this too? Do you Can see these it? words? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. looks down my phone and he's like, dude, what? He goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. This has to be like a fan page or something. Wait a minute. So he goes on. He, I click it on my phone and it's Godsmack. It's their page. So he cool. clicks it on his phone. <laughs> and it's them. It's Godsmack. Like it's their page. Can you guys imagine that? It, you I'm cover like, a band. And the band sees it, yeah, hearts it, and then comments on it. How how hard every, would your head explode? <laughs> I come up with every like. I looked at him for probably we talked about an hour. I was like, they had to like it, right? Like, are you sure? Like, they had to like this, right? <laughs> and then I was coming up with all these scenarios. Like, well, man, maybe it was like Sully or Shannon's wife or something, or <laughs> or maybe it was like the drum roadie or something that's on their page or whatever. Maybe he snuck on there and seen like, it. And then just dog, caught, maybe know. they taught their dog how to use social media and it was, yeah, I mean, so you couldn't just give yourself the fact that it was awesome no. and they liked it. You had to, I, 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 I can believe that though, because it, you know, you don't expect like, I mean, if any of the bands that I covered ever was like, Hey, good job singing. I would probably, my face would just melt right off my skull. So I, and I would be like, wait, this, what, what, what's, there's some catch here. Yeah. I, can't, so I, I get you. I get you. But like, I had to sit down. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that's uh that's, that's pretty cool right there. So let us let the people hear what Godsmack loved so much. This is Sean Thunderfoot, Thunderfoot, Thunderfoot. Well, that's awesome. Yes, that's covering <laughs> straight out of line by Godsmack. When you pick that one, I mean, I'm obviously you don't play stuff you don't like, but um, why that particular Godsmack song? What about that? You know, just really lit you up, and because you you what you do a cool thing with your reels where you'll say, 
I'm going to be releasing, you know, a reel by this band or this band, you know, later today, tomorrow, in a couple of days, whatever. And so then people know that they're going to go on your page and tune in or whatever. Like, you know, mm. what is this your favorite Godsmack song? Is this just one that you especially like to play? Like what made you pick this one? Yeah, I love the the Tom Groove mm. in it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's always been like my favorite Godsmack song. Okay. I just have I haven't done it yet. You know, I've done like I, I, I did I Stand Alone and I've done Keep Away and Bulletproof too. But that one, this one yeah. That one was just like my all time favorite. And I haven't done it yet. And so I was like, Well, I wanna do straight out of line. You know, and I just did the reel and loved it actually because I was like, Man, I'm playing like my all time favorite Godsmack song. I'm gonna let people listen to it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and then bam, four days later. <laughs> How cool is it though that it was your favorite one and yeah. that's the one that they caught? That's yeah. pretty I and I, I wonder because you 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 put your all into all the covers that you do. Yeah. But you definitely seem to be enjoying yourself, especially on that one. Like you just looked oh, all yeah. I don't know lit you up. So like yeah, before I, I went, like before I went into the like that that other verse, like I have I I never like throw my stick up or put this arm up or anything. But I was like I put my stick up you and were just, feeling like, it hammer yep, yep, down, yep. you know, on it. You know, yeah, it was no, it was I, amazing. I'm 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 so happy for the you that that happened because it's just um that never happens. You know, it, <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Like I mean, doesn't. we've covered so many bands. <laughs> Nobody's ever said anything. Nobody, you know, and I, I, again, I would just never stop like peeing because I'd be so excited. But like you, you, you know, now I'm telling you now that you're best friends with them, you know, you're just, you're going to have to keep, you're going to have to keep tagging them and things and see what happens. You just, you never know, Sean, you could totally end up opening for them at some point. You and core. <sighs> Shoot, I wished. <laughs> I just, you know, I've never, I've never seen Godsmack live, and I okay. would, I would just love to see the drum battle live. Mm. Like you've never, they've just never been nearby, or you just, yeah, they never. Well, they, they have been, but I, in, in West Virginia, unless it's, it's a country band or something, like you don't really, uh, not, not a, a lot of press gets done on rock bands. Oh. I think they were in, they were not too far from me a few years ago and I didn't know that they were even here. Oh no. Um, yeah. And so, but um, I've never got to see them live. And so, but I would, I would love just to do that. Yeah, you know? sure. <laughs> well, you gotta, you gotta go sign up for something so that you don't have to worry about your town telling you. Cause geez, if they were that close and you just didn't hear about it, that's frustrating. Yeah, follow their tour schedule yourself so you don't miss the next one. They were yeah. they could have been playing next door to your house and you wouldn't have even. I would have it. never known. Like I'd have never known. Now though, it's horrible. I, horrible. Where I, I follow them on Facebook too. So okay, good. You'll you'll time. you'll get you'll get yeah. all the <laughs> you'll get every notification. They woke up. They ate breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I just where were they? Were they close by? I'll go watch them eat snacks. I don't care. I just want to be and the You know what I would? I just I would just if they were at a McDonald's or something, Shannon or Sully, I'd just be sitting down there like, man, you want a Big Mac? Can I sit down with you? Like you take fries with that? I mean, I'll get your fries. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> I'll fix. I'll fix the the milkshake. I'll make it for, for you. you. Like, <laughs> exactly. 
Okay, so the coolness of Godsmack commenting on it definitely blows your mind. Uh, I'm oh. interested if... Do you, and I, I think I probably know the answer to this, but do you have a, a much stronger preference at this point for doing originals than you do for covers? And the covers are just kind of a way to get yourself playing more and on Facebook more? Or do you still really like playing covers? Is it, you know, something that, that you did a lot when you didn't have the originals band really cooking? Like, I'm, I'm, because, you know, some people are just original musicians. Some people are uh -huh. just cover band musicians. And then there are a lot of people who are both. And mm -hmm. I, there are pluses and minuses to both things, right? I mean, like, you know, people, yeah. if you're a cover band musician, you're not playing your own stuff, but you're playing stuff that you know is generally popular. So mm -hmm. the fact that people are going to like it is a little bit more likely, at least. You could have tremendous originals, but most places, if you go to a bar, they want you playing the stuff that everybody knows. And if you slip in an original or something, that's usually when people go to the bathroom or go out for a cigarette or whatever. But like, yeah, do you, do you still, do you think you'll always play covers? Will core do any covers? Are you guys going to be strictly an originals band? Like I'm assuming you're going to be playing out live at some point. Yeah. You know, once the album is done, like, mm -hmm. you know, how I, do you consider yourself primarily an originals musician that also does covers sometimes or, where, where, you know, what's that balance for you between cover and original? I mean, I love both. Like, um, I, I do, I, I love doing covers, um, mm -hmm. but I love doing original stuff. <laughs> like, you know, um, so I'd say it's, it, it would be probably more like a 70 30 kind, kind of thing. Originals like, to cover? Yeah. You okay. know, um, because we do, uh, do some covers too. Um, okay. Uh, we do a cover of Nine Inch Nails Closer. Oh, wow. Okay. That people really love. I mean, we had That's a great song too. Because you don't have, you don't have a keyboard player. Uh -uh. So you, how do you account for all of those sort of synthy electronic elements in the song? Like, are you just, I will, I will, I will send you a video. Uh, we, I got yeah. a video of us doing it live. Oh, cool. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, I will send you the video. It's, so, it's yeah, so touch, but I mean, for those who aren't going to be in my inbox and haha, I get to see it and you don't, but you'll probably post it somewhere. No, no, like, no, I'll just send it to you. Like, I'll, oh, I'll okay. So, but like, how this is for you exclusively? It's this is just what makes this is. Me look at that. Vox gets the present. I'm very happy. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> so, but like, when, when you decided to do that, knowing how studio produced that song is, mm -hmm. did you just completely take it, deconstruct it? Did it come out of a jam? Like, how do you, because that's that song's not easy to cover without drum machine and synth mm -hmm. and you know and and, yeah. and any kind of electric component but like why why that one and how do you do it like what what's the you know what's the core take on closer because i know i'll hear it but i'm sure everybody now wants to know because you mentioned it and they're jealous <laughs> we just we we like to say we coreify covers okay like we it, Chris loves Nine Inch Nails, and he wanted to he wanted to do, you know, closer. Mm -hmm. And he used to do uh, a solo act thing where he had like the synthesizers and all that stuff, pre-recorded stuff that he oh, did like to tracks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so when me and him got together, you know, I know he loved Nine Inch Nails, and we wanted to throw closer into the set. And so we just, 
we worked it up. Um, I do a thing with my hi hats that gives it that like it's like a open and close. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can do, totally I okay. I got and, so you're you're emulating it, but you're not replicating it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I just you know we we worked it up, and it it just it like magic, like it just worked. That's so. Cool. And we had every place that we played. People wanted us to do an encore of that one because we wow. normally we normally played it around the first or second uh, part of the set. Yeah, so that's a that's a strong way to open, definitely. Yeah, and people just went nuts; like they loved it every single time. And we'd oh, be so cool. finished, and then they'd be like, "No, play closer again." Play again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we oh, would wow. over time. So, so I mean. How often do you guys, did you guys, have you guys played out? Were you like one of these bands that was just gigging multiple times every weekend? Was it every month, yeah. every couple of months? It was, we were, we were playing before it got like bad around here. We were playing usually probably about three or four times a month. Okay. Usually, yeah. That's a good. That's a good amount because yeah. I know bands that'll do like a gig on a Friday night. They'll do like some festival or something on a Saturday during the day, and then go do a bar on a Saturday night, and then they're playing again on Sunday, and they do that every yeah. weekend. And first of all, I'm just tired thinking about that schedule anymore. Like it's you have to be, you have to be really um, energetic to be able to pull that off. But also, I think at a certain point, you especially depending on where you live you saturate the audience. You know, we have bands yeah. around here that will do that. And it's like, you could literally see them three days in a row every week. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're not coming up with a new set every time. So yeah. no band is going to do that, whether they're covers or originals, but I yeah. like that. So, so are you back to playing yeah. out live at all? You you're, you're basically in studio mode right now with yeah. Core, where you go. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You'll start playing out then presumably to support the album like March, April, whatever, yeah. when it comes out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are That's you are you excited to get back out playing live? Are you nervous? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Um I think we're all really itching to to get back to playing live and mm -hmm. playing playing in front of people. Yeah. because um, a lot of times like we get lost. In, on stage and we don't even we don't remember that there's people actually watching yeah, like, yeah. you know yeah. we get so caught up into the music and things yeah. it's not until we're finished and then people's you see people crowd surfing or <laughs> hanging off the top of rafters rafters you know looking down at us about to fall over on us i mean it's you're like oh like, you got people <laughs> apparently you're performing for like Cirque du Soleil or something if yeah. they're up there on the <laughs> ceiling but no i i know and you guys get really, you guys seem to have such a tight connection. Um, and again, a oh, synergy yeah. with the four of you that I could completely yeah. see you just getting lost in what you're doing and blacking out the fact that there are, you know, dozens yeah. or whatever people in front of you. But I mean, that that's, um, that's cool too, though, because then even when it's just the four of you, you're still really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you we're know? like family. Like it's you know, we're just one, you know, the four of us are family and then our, we're all my kids and their kids and uh -huh. their parents. Like it's all just, 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a, a big family. And, uh, I think that's, that's where like our chemistry comes in. Like it's because we don't even have to think. We just know like when I'm going to do something different, it's like the guys know. Like without you just, me yeah, you're keyed into each other. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, it's, it's funny. It reminds me of the interview I did with jam steak, you know, and again, it's, mm -hmm. it's three guys who have been playing together for a really long time. And yeah. there's, I think something about that, that kind of musically you grow up together, you know, yeah. and mm -hmm. there's a, there's a connection there and a attunement there to each other that you can't force and, I, and the fact that you guys have been together, you know, all of you, I guess, for eight years, but, you know, three of you for, you know, 10, 11 years, yeah. like, and you seem to be more creative and more energized and more excited and productive and prolific now than you even were before. Like mm -hmm. that at a point where a lot of bands would kind of be falling apart, you know, I mean, yeah. that, that, that they'd been together so long and especially having a hiatus, you know, from the pandemic, from just life, whatever, like that's really special what you've got. I mean, that that's, um, and I'm glad that you appreciate it because it's not the best bands always feel like family. They just oh, do, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's, I've said that before, like a good marriage or whatever, you know, that you, you just get it. You get each other and you're with each other. So I'm happy that you have that because uh, I'm so excited for this album now. You really have to wait until March? Yeah. Damn it, Sean. Damn it. You gotta just do one take on everything. I'm sure it'll be fine. And just get it out by the end of the month and then, then you can do a, another album and take as long as you want on that. But just, you know, for me, for me, just, you know, one take, everything one take live. Don't even, don't even play separately. Just play it all together and, you know, it'll all work out. That's fine. No. You know, I tell you what, if whenever, whenever the first complete song is done. Okay. We will send it to you. I'm getting all these special things. Let me see. Sean is setting the bar. Sean is sending me things. He's sending That's me right. songs and, and nobody else yep. is going to get to see them. I'm nope. very excited. I'm very excited. I can't lord it over our audience. I love our audience too much, but uh, I'll I'll at least tell people how awesome it is. But I won't share it with anybody. Thank you. That would be one. I'm I I really would love to hear that because I'm the the little bits of snippets that I've heard are just not enough, but they're definitely enough to get me excited and interesting. Yeah. Interested yeah. rather. Um, I don't know how interesting I am. But okay. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a random question here because given how long you guys have been together, um. Mm -hmm. What is like the funniest, craziest, weirdest story uh, that has happened to Core? Like, did you guys have a gig where something just went absolutely off the wall? Was there something, you know, in rehearsal? Is there anything you can think of where you just like you guys still laugh about it? Yeah. Or you're like, okay. Yeah. Um, we were playing this show at this club. It's no longer here now in Beckley, but uh, it had it upstairs. Oh, and I like, like that. Yeah, we were. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> we we were playing, and we were actually playing. Um, it was comfortably numb by Pink Floyd. Oh, we sure, go, yeah. We yeah, go yeah. cover that one. And so we're we're playing, and I'm up on the drum riser. Okay. Okay, and you got Chris is right here. Okay. And this is when it was just me, him, and and JB. JB, right. 
and I we're playing and I just so happened to look up and I see hands like there's hands like literally almost touching my symbol. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I look up, there's a guy, somebody's got him by his legs and he's hanging off. Why? What is he doing? Why? And I'm like, I stopped, and so, and I never, you know, stopped. So the guys look back, and then I, I point up. I was like, this dude's gonna fall. (laughs) So, so we had to stop the show. Oh my god! Pull the dude back up, (laughs) and everybody's cheering, woo, and all this, and I'm like, I'm freaking out, thinking the dude's gonna fall. Yeah. You know, right on you. Right yeah. on me. Why so, was he up there? Did you get that, the story? Well, because we, this is so weird. crazy good though, but we, we were like, this particular venue had never had like a hard rock metal act come in there. Okay. And so we were the first ones to go in there. What did they and usually do? They did. It was a lot, like, a lot of like Dave Matthews band. Oh, um, Okay. Like complete like, rock you know, and yeah, yeah, okay, like, yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. And so when we started, there was probably ten people. Okay. By the time we hit the second set, there was hundred and fifty. Wow! And they had to open up the top bar to fit everybody in. To fit everybody in. And that venue must have loved you. <laughs> oh yeah, we got asked back several times. Wow! <laughs> I don't. I, but, I I believe it. Holy crap! Yeah. And okay. so because they opened up that top bar is why, and it was right directly, that balcony was right looking over the stage. And so that's why, like the dude, I don't know why, what possessed the dude or, or who talked him into holding his yeah, leg. Exactly. Like, like, so, yes, yeah, so they were just dangling him off the balcony over your kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> gone really badly. Really yeah, badly. Wow. Yeah. All right, you did not disappoint. That was a great story. <laughs> yeah, that was that okay. A little bit creepy, um, <laughs> but it worked out well, so it's all okay. So I mean, so yeah. okay, so you you got into drumming really young. You've mm-hmm. always been a drummer. Mm-hmm. Covers, then you got pretty quickly into originals. You've got both still going. Is there anything musically that you want to be doing right now that you're not doing? I can't imagine what that would be, but are you feeling really satisfied with where you are between your your drum covers and and do you do you do lessons too? Like I have, little, yeah. yeah, like little clinics yeah. and stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And okay, so so you have a teaching component of a sort as well. Yeah, um, I'm. I've been asked to do like like clinics and to like show, like you know how, um, how I play and 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 like what my techniques are and okay, you know. So I'm going to do a video with that. It's just I in <laughs> whenever I'm playing, I have to pretend like I'm not recording myself. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah, just yeah. can't focus on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to do something like that, like I have to talk and like. Right. You can't pretend you're not being filmed yeah. when you do something like that. So, I mean, so that's interesting. So, because my immediate reaction to that is if people are asking you to come and show them how you play, 
For me, that could go either way in terms of how I react. It could be cool. They want to learn something from me because maybe this is a technique that they could take in and get better at what they do with drumming because of it. Or it could be like, well, I'm not a sideshow. Like, I don't want to come on and like, you know, like I'm a drummer. I drum. Who gives a crap how I'm drumming? Like, yeah. What's the vibe more for when you're asked? Is it kind of like, look at Sean, he's an inspiration, or is it like, look at Sean, he's a kick-ass drummer? Like, I'm hoping it's the latter, but I mean, do you I, run across? I think it's. I think it could probably probably be both. Maybe okay. and the inspiration, and I don't like to call myself a kick-ass drummer, but a a, a good drummer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I called think... you a kick-ass drummer, so you're allowed to quote me. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to quote me on that, that but yeah, yeah. but yeah. i think it's both of those okay um i had a really i used to have a really hard time with with inspiration like that because i thought yeah it takes away from my drumming exactly and, that, that and was so, where on your behalf my hackles went up a little bit when you said that because it's like you know, I see people who watch like Paralympics, Paralympics and, the, you know, the Paralympic athletes or whatever. Yeah. And I know I know there isn't there like some big Paralympic athlete who has AMC. I, I, I forget his name, but I feel like I've seen. I think so. Yeah, I think I've heard of him. Yeah. Well, and like and yeah. like for me, when I watch anything like that, it's just wow, these are great athletes. It's not like, oh, look what they can do. I hate that shit. I hate it. And you must because you, rather than this being like your lifetime movie, you know, of like, oh, the the trauma and this whatever I've overcome, like you're very matter of fact. You're like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, I was born with this. This is your whole life. This is all you've ever known. You are clearly not gonna let anything get in the way of you living your life and being who you are and doing what you want to do. So please don't let's focus on that, you know, because it's, it's such a small part of who you are. And, but I, you know, I, I get very protective (laughs) of my musician friends. And so like, I, you know, one of the things with, with doing this interview was I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm just curious about like things like I asked you about, like, you know, your, your, your grip, um, uh-huh. your kit, things like that, you know, um, and actually I didn't ask you, but do you have a double kick? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought so. Oh, so, yeah. um, yeah. you know, but like it only, you know, you and AMC only interest me in as much as, oh, like, what could I learn from that? Like, is he, is he, cause you know, you get, you get for somebody who's, you know, saying you're not flexible, you can get around that kit. Like nobody's business. Like it, none of that is, is, is an, is an obstacle or an impediment in any way. Like you're clearly not even thinking about it. Cause why no. would you, like, why would you for, for, I don't know how old you are and I'm not asking, but like for decades you've been playing, this is how you play. Who yeah. cares how you play? You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I, you know, growing up in the era of Def Leppard, you know, and everyone Mm -hmm. was like, you know, Rick Allen, whatever, you know, oh, wow. You know, he's a a drummer and he one arm. I was like, oh, so like, do you get asked that a lot of times? Like, I bet your favorite drummer is Rick Allen. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Why? I mean, I respect him. I respect him. But no, he's not. He's not my favorite drummer, you know. But, But that pisses me off. Okay, because that's all that 
othering bullshit that I mm-hmm. I can't stand. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. if, if I tell people I have ADHD, you know, if I tell people, you know, someone in my family's autistic or bipolar or whatever, like, I don't want them being like, oh, you know, you've look at you and all you've overcome. Like, no, yeah. just that's that's not it's not yeah. me. It's not the point. And I hate when people do stuff like that. It's like, you know, well, and I mean, me, I'm Italian. So I, you seem like a very nice guy. But if, if I were in your shoes and somebody was like, oh, I bet I know who your favorite drummer is. I would li- literally at some point probably be like, why? Why would you think he'd be my favorite drummer? I'm curious. I've done that before, yeah. Like, and what? So, do, good for you. So, yeah. what do people? Are they like, um, because he has curly hair? Like, I mean, do they own up to it and like realize like how <laughs> yeah. shitty what they're saying really is, yeah. or like, yeah. do they, they dodge? Like, what, what, what happens when you do that? I, it's it's when it happens. Like, um, when and I say, well, no, he is not. Why would you think he would be my favorite drummer? I I don't. I mean, I have a lot of respect for him, yes, but I was like, no, he is not my favorite drummer. Why would you think that he's my favorite drummer? Yeah. A lot of times they get silent. <laughs> Good. Good. You know, a lot Good. of times they get silent, and then sometimes they will they will say, well, you know, he only has one arm, and oh, you know, really? like <laughs> I never noticed. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. Really, he only has one arm. You know, I mean, kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's just how I kind of I've definitely <laughs> in my older age have gotten calmer with those with that kind of stuff, you know, um, yeah. because it used to bug me like really bad. I don't blame you because it because it, it, it yeah. that, that's how people can operate. Right. Is they you know, we can look at what what is the same about us or we can look at what's different about us. And like, I, I mean, I, I hate defining people by anything other than who they are. And like you, really, and I can't imagine that it's true exactly, but the way that you come across and the way that you seem to live your life is like, this seemed like a speed bump for you. You know, mm-hmm. this was not a mountain you had to climb. You know, Miley Cyrus isn't, you know, singing for you and what, you know, like, it's not like, you know, you're, you're, as I said, you're so matter of fact. And I love that so much. And so for people to come over and say shit like that, I would go, I would go nuts. Cause I just, so I, I applaud that you've, you've managed to find a way to, not chew people's faces off for saying it but like i i because to me it's one of the least interesting things about you you know what i mean like and i don't mean that as an insult but it's like it's not something that i think about i'm just like okay sean can drum his face off what's he gonna cover today what's core doing and i mean like i i'm curious because i i don't know if you get asked this a lot but like I'm, I'm sure there have to be, what are the advantages for you in having AMC and drumming the way that you do? Is it, is it that you, I mean, cause you do have a distinctive style, mm-hmm. but, but I'm not even convinced that that's because of the AMC. I think that's just your language as a drummer. Um, but I mean, is there anything where you could be like, not only is this not a problem, but here's something I can do that other drummers can't, or this is a, something that I can do that other drummers 
Yeah. yeah. So well, talk to I me about have, that. Cause I'm tired of people being like, Oh, good for you. Fuck you. You know, like, no, it's yeah. like, and sorry, I know I'm cursing a lot, no, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I get really, I get I mean, really worked yeah, up I'm about that. <laughs> you know, I was kind of being quiet with that. I didn't know if I could or not. Oh but, no, yeah, feel free. Yeah. Let, it, let it fly. You're totally fine. I'm, as um, I like to say, I'm like a, a sailor with Tourette's who stubbed their toe. Like I will just curse. <laughs> I'm too Italian not to curse, especially when I get passionate about something. So they, they actually, the, 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 the audience has invented this drinking game that every time I drop an F bomb, they all have to mm -hmm. drink something. So nice. they're all going to be, they're all going to be, you know, peeing for, for a week after this episode, because I'm just dropping them left and right. But so talk to me about that because educate people about all of the things that you can do that other people can't do on the drums. Cause I, I, had, I know their stuff. I had a guy, he said he had seen a, a video, one of my videos and he was a drummer too. And he was like, um, man, the way that you're doing your sticks and the way you, that, that you hold them, it's like, I, he's like, man, I bet you can do like really crazy things with one stick. And I'm like, yeah, I can. Okay. Like there, there's certain things that I can do with just one stick because mm -hmm. of how I hold them. So like what? So get granular with me. Tell me about that. Well, I can do like 16th notes with one stick. <sighs> oh, man. Because of how I hold it. So, you know, tell, so tell me what, cause I know how you hold it, but what makes that easier than if you were doing like a, a more traditional grip to get those six, cause 16 notes with one hand is not. Like my, th I have my thumb right here. Oh, and so, so I move just, my yeah. thumb with my wrist and that gets, and when I wanted to do something like pretty, like faster with the, the, the high hats or something, well, I can do right there. Yeah. I can use one stick Man. and then just, I can do like 16th notes with one stick. You do that a lot. I've noticed yeah. you, you do, you do know your, your, your advantage <laughs> yeah. and you're using it. So that, I mean, that really frees you up though. So like, Triple. what about with, yeah. What about the other hand? What do you, what are you usually doing there? Well, ghost notes, like because of how I hold my stick, like I have this pinky right here. It kind of wraps around the bottom of the stick. Okay, and so yeah. this, this finger right here, I can kind of leave it kind of it, it mobile. So Just I don't to, have, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So ghost notes and things like that. Or if I'm going to do a blast beat, like I can move. Yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. finger under uh, the stick along with my your, Hold up your arm a little bit so people can see the motion of what you're doing. So how do you do it? I don't know if you can tell, but it's oh, like go the yeah. There you go. That's perfect. Like this. Yeah, you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's not that much movement even, but you're just no, able to. So I'm I mean, I I because I gotta think your wrist muscles, your finger muscles. Like, like mm -hmm. I mean, I know they exist, but like you, you know, your tendon. Like you've got to be strong as hell. Oh yeah. Dr I yeah. mean, drummers I, are right, oh. and I mean, but you, but you're articulating your digits in a way that yeah. most people don't have to do. Most people like, are just holding the sticks. So yeah, I'm like bench press like three hundred pounds. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you just, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I so you, you, so it's interesting because I guess the contractures keep you from having flexibility mm -hmm. in like these joints, but mm -hmm. you have kind of hyper flexibility in your fingers. Yeah. We'll see if you notice I'm, I'm right here. Can you see? Yeah. 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 That's perfect. My, my wrists are fused. Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't, that's it. So this, know, is, this is a, this is a, a straight contracture, right? Like a, like a straight, yeah. and then you've got the, the flexed contracture in the wrists. Yeah. 
that's an yeah. interesting comp. Yeah, because you wouldn't have been able to really drum if it had been both or I mean, maybe the other way, but not if both. Had, if your wrists were straight, I think you wouldn't have the. No, see, a lot of people like with AMC, um, if you see the wrist, if, if, if it's straight. Yeah. They don't have a lot of grip. No, because yeah, because you can't get any strength that way. See, where they, where they fused mine, and I got a, a story if I can tell it. Tell it. People, I'm fascinated. Okay, okay, yeah, right, because right. I I, I oh, knew yeah. you were going to have good answers to the advantages question, but this is yeah, better than I okay. even expected. So, yeah, tell me, tell me. So, I was 13, 14 years old, and I went to this orthopedic hand doctor. Okay. And his name was Dr. Ryu. And I loved his name because that was my favorite character in the Street Fighter 2 video game. <laughs> I was like, wait, isn't that a video? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I love using that character. So, I loved that dude. Like, he was he was just amazing to me. They Especially wanted to, at that age, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to straighten my hands out and do all that stuff. But I would have lost my thumbs. Okay. So, so in utero, they, they, the contracture was a flexion contracture yeah. like that. Okay. So they, the, the surgery was going to be to straighten out your wrist. Yeah. 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 And you opted and not to do that. I told him, I told him, I said, I looked right at him. I said, I can't grip drumsticks without thumbs. I said, so no, thank you. And he patted me on the back. He actually okay. patted me on the back and was like, good boy. And he looked at my mom and my grandmother and he was like, I'm glad that he said that. That's right. Because he, he doesn't need it. Aesthetically, yeah. cosmically, co cosmetically or whatever, I don't care. Look well, at him. Don't, don't, I also, I don't, I don't, don't know that that would be a cosmetic improvement. You know, you it, it would be kind of like a zombie movie all the time. Well, you know? I mean, like, like, I, like I, I've told people this story before and I'm like, you know, we use our thumbs for everything. And so, yes. you know, I wouldn't have been able to drive. I wouldn't have been able to pick up my kids and carry yeah, them. Exa you yeah, know. exactly. You would have so, no stability. Yeah. If it had not been for drums, though. You would have probably done I it. I probably would have done it. Yeah. But because of drums is, is why I didn't do it. No, and at I that point. You'd been playing for, you know, for real for eight years, but yeah, you tried to pretend yeah. with your little bongo, like you knew it would have wrecked your whole style. You wouldn't yeah. have been able to No, that's I oh my God, that's one of the best things I've ever heard. And to have yeah. the presence of mind at 13, 14 to be like, no, you know what? I don't need that. Cause really, like what I, I'm trying to think what the advantage would be to that. Because I mean, I understand if they could it have given have. you flexibility where you yeah. could flex and straighten but you would it would have been one or the other yeah i feel like you i i don't feel like that would have helped anything like it would not have at all so why do they even i wonder why do they even offer I that think, i think they just wanted to, to, to throw it out there okay just, just to be able to, to well, be we like, could you know, put a second nose on your face well what's the benefit nothing but we could you know it's like jurassic park like you were so busy it, you know, trying yeah. to figure out whether you, you could do it that you <laughs> didn't think about whether you should, you know, but like, yeah. no, I mean, that that's, I'm so glad you didn't because you, you, yeah, you really, you wouldn't have been able to drum. I mm -hmm. mean, other things too, obviously picking up your children almost yeah. as important as drumming. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you know, you, you, I mean, thank goodness for that. I mean, it's, it, it is so awesome to hear you 
it just seems like you should have been born as like a twin with a drum kit. Like you just seem like, you know, you are part of a drum kit at this point. Like, so, okay. So what about, so we've got 16th notes with one stick. We've got ghost notes and blast beats with the other. What about your feet? What can you do that just makes other drummers weep because of the the way? And how do you, so I, 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 I've never seen, you know, your feet. Are they kind of like your wrists? Are the well, ankles my feet are, They're just, they're, they're, well, hold on, I'll show you. You certainly don't have to. <laughs> but, I don't know um, if you can hear or not. I got, uh, can, can you see? Okay. I mean, I just see feet. So, yeah, oh, but are, oh, but they're kind of, um, they're kind of, it's like almost like a ballet position, right? Like second position. Are you kind of, yeah, like, well, right now I just got them up, but like if they set flat, like that's them setting flat. Like, okay. All right. So a little, a little bit, um, yeah, I, there, there's a word for that, but I get, but a little bit out like that. Okay. So, yeah. so, okay. So, so what do you do there? Okay. Trying well, to picture with the double kick too. My ankles don't move. So all of my speed and power comes from my hips. Oh, wow. Yeah. So not even your calves, your hips? Yeah. Yeah. So now, I got, I got, I'm trying got to do it if you see me jiggling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, no, like, um, it all comes from my hips. And like, my where my ankles refuse, like my toes move. Okay. And so that, there's a little bit of like a toe movement. Of where okay. I place my feet, but okay, okay, no, like it's it's all it's all my hip and things. Man. So I mean, for you, I mean, drumming is a whole body sport anyway. But for yeah. you, it's really a whole body sport because you're trying to to control something at the bottom of your body with something that's halfway up from the top, like that. I I can't even. Man, you could probably kick out a wall in a barn if you wanted to. Yeah. Your legs must be so strong. So, okay, so so when you're doing that, is your because your posture seems really good at the kit. You know, you're not you're not moving around too much. So you is your kick offset? Is it? Are you sitting off? I'm just trying to think of how. And what part of your foot are you? Are you just putting it on the on the on the kick pedal as you would? Or no. because you're, it, it's got to be different, right? It is. So, so is it, it more is, like yeah. the heel of your foot that's like, on the With my left one, mm -hmm. it's like half of my foot is okay. on the pedal. Okay, yeah, yeah. And okay. sometimes, like, I'll move it over just for certain certain patterns. I'll move it over a little bit. Okay. Now, my, my right one, though, my right one, it's more, it's, it's, it's kind of more on the pedal. Okay. And yeah, I could see that because you're where the drum is. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like have my my toes on it a little bit, but my make but my pinky toe because I play barefooted. Okay. So my pinky toe is kind of off the pedal a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. Okay, so t tell me about the advantages of that. I can do like pressed stuff very easily. Like, for like if somebody does a heel toe yeah. to do like a double stroke, well, yeah, I yeah. can do like yeah, a yeah, press, yeah. and I'll get a double stroke note by doing just a press because of how my legs are. So it's like I I I'll use the pedal too, 
you know, to my advantage as well with, because how I have to move. Right. And so like doing like triplets and things with double based, um, it's very, that's very easy for me me to do. Um, And now I just got uh, two new, brand new pedals. They're the the Dynasinks that Tama just, just come out with a few years ago. Okay. And I was using the, the Iron Cobra and the Speed Cobra as well. And okay. these Dynasinks were their direct drive with the, with the Cobras, which are amazing pedals, mm. phenomenal pedals. I mean, I love Tama. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, you know. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like I was having to fight the pedal too mm. much. And the action wasn't good or was yeah, it my, my hips were getting really sore too. Like when I would do double based. Yeah. And then for, I mean, I was hoping Tama would come out with a direct drive system and then they did. Mm. And with the Dynasinks and these pedals, I'm still, I'm getting used to them. Okay. Still yet. I, yeah. You haven't had them that long, I guess. Just no, uh-uh, yeah. no, not very long at all. So my, my, my muscle memory is, um, is starting to develop with those pedals and things because I'm, I'm using muscles that I've never used drumming before with my legs. Oh, wow. It's a completely different motion that I even do whenever I'm doing double bass. And so you're relearning um, it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I, I'm happy to say that I'm, I'm almost where I want to be. Okay. Because I don't try. I don't try to play other by everybody else's double bass. Like I, I play my double bass. Like what what I want to do, whether yeah, it be what a you run, want it to sound like, yeah, 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 a run or a groove or right. you know what you know whatever the case may be. So I'm almost there, and hmm. I tell people like whenever I can play one again, the sex tuple part in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah then I'm there. And you've got it. Oh, that's okay. So yeah. that's your litmus test for when you're really comfortable yeah. and you're really yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because right now, right now, these, these pedals have made me want to come out of my comfort zone. They've made me want to challenge and push myself, even though I'm not an extreme metal drummer. No, but it's made me want to push myself to like, I played, the double bass part in Angel of Death the other day, like a double bass feel. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be real familiar with that. So, but okay. But I, I've never done that before, you know, ever. Oh, okay. And, and so, and with these pedals now, like my, my, my hips don't hurt. Um, I can do a double stroke with my right leg because that's always been my weaker side. Mm. And so, I can do a double stroke with my right leg now. Man, Tama is just building a better Sean. Look at this. They we're gonna are. have to. We're gonna have to like. <laughs> I, we're gonna have to start calling you Lightning and Thunderfoot. I don't know. Like something is gonna. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You should do a reel where you talk about the pedal mm-hmm. and get a. Get a sponsorship deal with Tama. Seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm Tag I'm the going. hell out of him. Seriously. Because like, you're, but, but I mean, like, that's a, ama- that's an amazing story that it is making you an even better drummer and challenging you to do things that you haven't done in decades of drumming. 
simply because you're realizing that now you're going to be able to do it in a way that won't hurt and mm -hmm. that, that you can match up your advantages to this system that's just so much better designed for you. I think yeah. they would love that. Tama, if yeah. you're listening, if you're watching, call Sean, 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 Thunder, 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 Wells, Wells. See, I'm earning my, I'm earning my not money, but like, okay, so, so, wow. Okay. You're going to, are you going to do a video at some point where you go through? Okay. Yeah. Good. Cause I, yeah. I want, I yeah. want to see it in action. I mean, I'm almost tempted to be like, go over to your kit and show me, but we're, <laughs> we, we, we will do, we'll get that done another time. But so, okay. So this is why I asked. Okay. Because I didn't want people sitting there thinking like, oh, you know, Sean's managed to make it work. No, like Sean is redesigning the drum game people okay <laughs> and not in like a, oh i can't do it this way so i'll kind of make this work it's like no no sean is like two drummers in one drummer's body now and now he's got a pedal that gives him more superpowers so. <laughs> yeah like it's it's i'm i could just talk your ear off about that pedal i mean it's my little brother he was with me when, when, cause I had never put my foot on a direct drive pedal before because Tama didn't have one out. So right. I was like, I'm not, you know? And so when they finally came out with it, I went and I put, I went to a guitar center. I put my foot on one and just started playing. And mm -hmm. my little brother was like, wow, you're just, you're just, you're so fast. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's just how fast I've always been. I just don't have anything I don't have to keep think up about with you. Yeah. I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. Like that's one of the things with these pedals is before, whenever I had an idea in my head, I would have to think about it. Before How to get I the pedal it. to do what you exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so okay. now I don't even have to think oh, about wow. it. Well, well, up here in my head just comes out. And you don't have to translate it into getting it. And, yeah. See, that's the beauty of accommodation, even when it wasn't meant to be an accommodation, right? Like, yeah. you know, cause you can, you can tackle pretty much anything, but if the technology of something isn't keeping up with you and what you can do, that's going to limit you more than anything else. Right. So now yeah. you're unleashed because you've got a pedal that can do what it needs to do so that you can do what you're able to do. I mm -hmm. love that so much. Yeah. So blast beat pedal or like, I, I, I don't do an extreme lot of blast beats, but might when, now <laughs> when I do, well, yeah, like when yeah. I do though, or when I did with, with when I had my Cobras, it was very, it was hard. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm just trying to picture doing my that. With your hips. Yeah. But now, now, <laughs> I was talking about Tristan being over here Monday, and me and him, we was we come up with another song. In that song, I do a blast beat because I wanted to try to do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so I was like, well, I'm gonna try to do a blast beat right here, man, and see what that sounds like. And I was just sitting there doing it, and he stopped and like looked at his watch, and I was just still going, and my legs were fine. Man. Like I was just, I could just do it all day now and it's, yeah. it's nothing. No, I mean, it's like you've been carrying around cars for years and now somebody hands you like a kitten to walk around with and you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I can do give me a, give yeah. me, a, give me, give me more of them. I'm like that. That's, oh, 
I love that. I love that. I love, and I can't wait to see what you're going to do with it because now well, it sounds like it's giving you ideas. Oh yeah. For well, kinds of drumming. That, I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't interrupt you. Go ahead. No, sorry. no, do yeah. it. We're both excited. Say it, say it. I'm, I used to do where I play with my hands. Yeah. Like I throw my sticks and then I just play with my hands and stuff. Oh, okay. I, I quit doing that for a while, but with these dynasinks, I'm going to do a video of me doing a solo and I'm going to use my hands. <laughs> I'm just going to use my hands. And so that can. way you can, because my, my bass drums are not mic'd up right now. Okay. So whenever I'm using my sticks and things, they're really hard to hear. Right. So when I'm not using sticks. Because it's all the high end part. The high of the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I'm not using sticks. Yeah, it's you a totally can, different sound. Yeah, and then you hear can my really bass drums really well. Oh and so, man! Yeah. Oh so I'm man! <laughs> I'm so excited right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta make the video today. <laughs> Seriously, like no, because it's true. Like in the in the video, sometimes like I can hear, you know, your kick, but it's definitely high end that's winning the battle oh, yeah. sonically yeah. on on Facebook at least. So. Yeah. I, I'm I'm for to be able between how you've got, you know, your your monitor where everything's mic'd individually now when you're recording and the fact that you'll be able to do it for Facebook too. Like you're you, we're we're about to see Sean 2.0, I think, on the drums. Like it sounds like there's a whole other era that this pedal has ushered in for you. Like I'm I'm I cannot wait. I really cannot wait to hear it. Like that's like because it just I mean you didn't even think about how hard what you were doing was because it didn't stop you from doing it. But now you're not wasting all that mental bandwidth yeah. adjusting around the pedal that wasn't yeah. doing what you needed it to do. And so mm -hmm. like how much you're going to be able to come up with now that your brain isn't being occupied with busy work. That was the pedals fault. You know I mean? Like that's, Oh man. Yeah. It's already happened. Like, Tristan, he got mad at me the other day because he's just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> he's, like, like, focus, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, what are you doing, man? He's like, you're going nuts now. <laughs> you're you like, I'm free now. I have a pedal that does its job, and now you're getting to see what I can actually do. And it it really does. It, and like I said, I'm not, I love the Iron Cobra, and I love the Speed Cobra. They're amazing pedals. Absolutely. But these Dynasyncs, they've just changed the game for me. Absolutely. They, they've like, they like mold to my feet. It feels like, like they become like a part of my, of my legs. Yeah, it's like you're wearing pedal shoes and all exactly. you're doing is just, yeah, yeah, exactly. no, I can, I can tell. I mean, it, it makes so much sense to me visualizing what you're describing and just thinking about even just that shift, because if you're using your hips like that, as strong as you are at some point, your body's just going to be like, okay, dude, I'm done. Like I cannot, yeah. Yeah. I cannot do this anymore. I need to rest. So now that you don't have that problem, <laughs> your bandmates are going to be like, <sighs> you know, you're going to just be like <sighs> sitting there just drumming <laughs> for nine I hours. Let, I let uh, Chris and Tristan, I did a video of me just using the pedals. Okay. Cause I'm not like, I haven't, you know, I haven't done the big thing yet. Cause I'm still, 
I, I'm just, I, I really want to make sure that, you know, everything is solid and, and it's right. not choppy or anything, but I, I did a short video and I sent it to them. Mm. And this is before Tristan had, had come over and heard in person what I was doing. Right. And they flipped out. <laughs> they was like, Oh my gosh, dude. I'm telling that you, <laughs> you know what, actually maybe, in a weird way, it ends up working out that you guys had this long delay with the album because now you can bring this to the album. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, yeah. it's I'm going to be a total dork here for a minute, but there is a book called A Prayer for Owen Meany by John Irving. It's this book. It's like it could be a, a doorstop. This book is huge. And the whole thing is about this kid who does all these things that seem really weird and disjointed, but that at the end of the story, you see that everything that he did that didn't seem to make sense at the time was getting everything lined up to be exactly the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. And as I'm talking to you, I keep thinking of Owen Meany in my head, like you, you know, grandma at three giving you a bongo, which like, by the way, cool grandma on two grounds, not caring about what mom think, giving a kid a drum. Because <laughs> most people are too scared to give kids drums and recorders unless they hate the parents, you know? Uh -huh. And not going, oh, well, we can't give Sean a drum because he has AMC. Grandma was probably like, no, we're getting Sean a drum because he has AMC. I'm like, that's it. So you found each other early, you and the drums, mm -hmm. right? And, yeah, then, yeah. you know, at, at 13, you've been drumming for, you know, your whole life at this point. And the doctor says to you, hey, you want to do this surgery? And you're like, nope. And now you had waited for the, your brand, your favorite brand, to come out with the pedal that you needed. And they did it. And the album. And the, yep. I mean, I, I'm not sitting here trying to pretty up your situation in any way because I don't think I need to. But like, I love seeing all of these elements line up because it seems like you are in a perfect position to come out with windows and waves and just show everybody exactly what you can do like yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> how fucking cool is that you know i'm like that's right so I, I mean okay sean i could literally talk to you for like five more hours but i i have the feeling that we'd probably get thirsty and someone would have to go pee at some point so i'm gonna very quickly just you know sum up everybody you know you've seen the video You've seen uh, Sean's covers on Facebook all the time, but you might not have known that Core exists, that his originals band exists, that the album is coming out. We're going to say in March. Okay, mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and say that because I have the feeling if you've said it, you're gonna make sure that you do it because you seem oh, like yeah. you set your mind yeah. to something and that's it. Yep. So you know, and again, now he's best friends with Godsmack, <laughs> so um, you know that's gonna go places, but. Um, but make sure that you're paying attention because now that you've seen this interview and we know that Sean has been unfettered now by pedals that couldn't keep up with him and he's got the pedal of his dreams. Oh my goodness. So, okay. You may or may not know this, but I end every episode with a little segment we like to call in the Vox seat. So it is five questions that I ask and, um, People haven't hated them as much lately as they did in the beginning, which is good. But I, you're not going to, I get the sense that nothing phases you. So I'm just going to go ahead and ask them. So you can do this um, for your, for core, for your originals. You can do this for covers. You can do this for both. 
But if you had to sum up your music in five words or less, what would you say? Let's see. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. <laughs> see, I told you, people. Yeah, dang. Damn, you like hit me right out of left field on that one. Um, I don't think my question is going to be the thing in life. Okay, you know you what? I'm just going to go with it right now. I'm going to say it's like me. Sexy, 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 sexy. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I think that's my favorite answer so far. And not and, even uh, just one sexy. Right there. there it is. Five of them. Five sexies. Bam, bam, yes. bam, bam, bam. That's it. Yes. <laughs> you know what, Sean? I'm not going to disagree with you on either count. I think you're good. That is, we don't need to come up with another answer for that. Okay. So, so okay. Your favorite, um, this I'm really interested in hearing, your favorite thing about being a musician? The creativity, the, just the freedom mm. of it. Um, when, I'm, when I'm behind the drum kit, I don't have AMC, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about being a musician. It, mm. it, it takes me out of, I guess, the norm. Out, you know what I'm saying? And it yeah. just puts me in my own space. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that, and it sounds like that happens whether it's you just behind the kid at home, it's it your is, band yeah. on stage, and it's mm-hmm. the four of you just locked into each other and what you're doing. Like it just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a way to be outside of yourself and entirely yourself at the same time. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. That's a great answer. Okay. So, if there is one, your least favorite thing about being a musician? Uh, the least favorite thing? Carrying everything. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% a great answer. <laughs> it's breaking down everything, yes. loading it in, loading it out, yes. setting it up, breaking it up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because I, I always feel bad for drummers because, you know, like, you go out to a gig and like in order of difficulty, you know, you've got the singer, like I'm there with my mic, <laughs> like, okay, my loaded is complete. It was in my purse, you know? And then, you know, you've got the bass player who usually just comes in and if he brings his amp, he brings it, but he just plugs in. You've got yeah. the guitar players who usually have like, you know, a ton of pedals and a pedal board and whatever. And then the drummer has to build a whole fucking kit, yeah. adjust the throne, make sure that, I mean, I know Greg, you know, every, every time we would go somewhere and use a house kit, he'd be like, oh, you know, because yep. something is wrong. It's too far away. The bass drum yep. is walking away from you or there's an ancient rug stuffed inside of it to muffle. It's a, yeah, I, I always feel for drummers, but oh my God. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good answer. It's just like carrying everything. <laughs> I like that. Well, that's one good thing about playing at home, right? You at least don't have to do that. Yeah. You'll have to get back into that after March comes around. But so oh gosh, okay. I know. fair answer. If you have some time, you can, you can work up to, it. it's not like you're not strong enough. You could probably carry the whole band in if you want. So. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this, this one, I'm curious because I, we have not discussed anything. Well, maybe we have, that makes me think I would know what the answer would be, but if you're not going to like a question, it's going to be this one. If you could only listen to one album, Mm-hmm. For the rest of your life, mm-hmm. that's it. It's the only one you get. What album would it be, and why? And justice for all. 
Okay, look at that. Just boom, you have it. You're the second yeah. person to give that answer. Mojo from Encircled Throne, if I'm not mistaken, gave that answer as well. Okay, so talk to me about why Metallica. Why that one specifically? That was my first introduction to Metallica. Okay. Was the Justice record. And that's where that's where I fell in love with metal. Is you know that record Lars Ulrich is my all time favorite drummer. Okay, and so I get beat down about that a lot. But I know hey, a I lot of care. people don't like him. I know I don't care. I don't care that the, the the man's a legend. You know he created one of the most iconic double bass grooves in history in one. Nobody. Nobody can deny that. I agree. No, I agree with that. I I don't have a problem with Metallica. I mean, the snare on Saint Anger, yes, oh, but know, otherwise, no, I don't no. let's not go there. We'll be here another four hours talking about that. I might even get angry talking about that one. That okay. was horrible. All right, I'll reel it back in. Pretend I didn't say anything. Look over here, Sean. Yeah, let's something not shiny. talk about Saint Anger. Let's not talk about Saint Anger. <laughs> okay. So I always yeah. rewind, but okay. All right. So that was it. That was your. You popped your Metallica cherry on that yeah. album, and it just. Mm -hmm. That's the one. You get that's one album, one. and that's it. Okay. Totally yep. fair. You could probably play along to that forever and not get bored based on no, what no, you just yeah. said. So, okay. All right. Good answer. That seems to be a popular one around here. But okay. We've talked about a lot. We've covered weighty topics. None so meaningful as this, Sean. This is it. This is the last question of the interview. And you might cry. You might scream. You might yell. I don't know. But we'll see. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. When you put your toilet paper roll on the little thingy, uh -huh. does the toilet paper come from over the top? Or do you pull the toilet paper out from under the bottom? Out from under. Oh, you have. Okay. You are. I, you may be the only person who has said that. So I know right now everyone's watching and going, <gasps> clutching, their, clutching their toilet pearls. So tell me why out from under? It's just so much easier. Like you just like jerk that sucker down and rip it off and go for it. I mean, you don't have to. Like pull it up. What's that? Okay. Like pull it up, really? Okay. No. You sling that sucker down and rip it off and then just go for it. I mean. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not gonna argue with you, Sean. I'm I'm not gonna argue with you on anything. Because you could probably pick me up and throw me across the room if you wanted to. So and I don't think you ever would. You seem like such a sweetheart. Sean, I was so looking forward to this interview because, first of all, I knew we had the cover band thing connecting us, and you've just seemed like such a cool, straightforward, just honest person, and I, this has been even more fun for me than I thought it was going to be. I hope you've had a good time, but oh, I know absolutely. I have. I've had and, a great time. And I, yeah. I just, you know, I, I thank you for taking my questions in the spirit in which they were intended, you know, cause I don't mm -hmm. like to be, even if I wanted to, I don't think I could be, but I don't like to be fake with people. And so, you know, in figuring out this interview and, you know, just wanting to get as much information about you as possible, you know, those were the things that kept coming up to me. Like I bet this guy has had to deal with all kinds of being patted on the head and, you know, thumbs up by people and whatever. And like, this is not that guy at all and like that was what i wanted to get at and i just you are so genuine and 
you, sexy, 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 right? Yeah. And, you know, we, okay, <laughs> we've wow. got all that. Okay, wow. <laughs> and I just, I mean, you know, you, you're a blast. And I, I am so excited that the album for Core is finally coming. Um, I really would love when you guys have it out, you know, you come with the band and you come back on Vox and Guest and we Absolutely. talk it through. I would love that. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. I've already things... told them we were going to. Like I told them we were going to. So there you go. But you have things to send me now. <laughs> I'm going to be looking. Yeah. I'm going to be looking for in my email. Yeah. But Sean, thank you so much. This was so great. And um, everybody, you know, quickly before Godsmack takes him away. Um, everybody go follow, like him, subscribe, Facebook, go find core because core has a page. Mm -hmm. I know because I follow them, yep. love them up too. Okay. And we're just gonna sit back and wait for you to just blast our faces off with excellent music. Thank you so, so much, Sean. Thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, you're, you're more than welcome. All right, guys, that is it. We are Vox and Guest, and we will see you next time. So we wanted to give you a little treat. We uh, decided that you had to hear Sean and Tristan do a little bit of one of their originals. So we are going to play it for you right now. Here you go. You're ready to go.